0: And you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at JessicaThiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I am so excited for our guest today. Jacqueline is a life coach, motivational speaker, and best-selling author of Stop Getting In Your Own Way. She's passionate about helping people create the life they truly desire. At age 21, she started her first business from her dorm room at Georgetown University, and she's now been featured by Forbes, Elite Daily, Bustle, and Washington Business Journal. And her book has been featured on Good Morning Washington. Holy crap. Welcome, Jacqueline. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So before we dive into this topic, which I'm really excited to hear more about, tell us a
1: little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So as you mentioned, I'm a life coach, speaker, and author I love working with people, any person, and helping them wake up every morning and love their life. I think that it's our birthright. I think that every human of every age and every background should be able to genuinely enjoy their life, be really proud of their life, and not feel um, that mediocre a uh, kind of bug that mm-hmm. goes around in society and so i'm really passionate about just helping people like as my book says get out of their own way and step into like what's in their heart what they feel called to whatever that is for them it can be a big dream or a little dream it's the dream that's meant for them and the life that they want um and my work consists of one-on-one coaching and online courses speaking and writing i'm writing my third book um hopefully this year or next year Exciting,
0: yes, author, author. I know the work that goes into writing a book. And good for you for getting your third one on paper. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, okay, you are you've told me briefly about something you call the courage equation. Before we dive into exactly what it is, I'm curious if you can tell us a little bit about your personal experience with courage and the other thing that comes with needing courage, which is fear in terms of running your business. Can you give us a little background on on what's happened with you around that?
1: Yeah. So this kind of goes back to starting my business. So when I was in college, I thought that I wanted to uh, work in corporate marketing. So I landed the internship the summer between my junior and senior year. And you know, two months into it or so, nothing bad to say about the company or the work, but one day I was driving home and it was that mediocre bug. I was like, is this it? Is this every day for the rest of my life? And I, I just knew that it couldn't be. And so at that time I had courage, but I didn't really think about it. I didn't analyze it. I just knew like, no way I'm doing this. And so I just decided, I made the decision, I'm going to start a business. I didn't know what business, I didn't know how. So every day I would write down ideas in this little journal, business ideas. And it's kind of funny looking back because um, at the time, the only business that I like could comprehend was a physical product because I watched Shark Tank all the time and people always um <laughs> like, some product they were selling. So I'm like, okay, I need to make a product. So I came up with all these product ideas and I picked a deadline. One day I was just going to pick the best product in my list and make it like I couldn't overthink. I didn't want my perfectionism to hold me back. So I did that. And the first product I made was this plate that encouraged balanced eating and long story short, the plate was an epic failure (laughs) After the plate. I then uh, was like, okay the plate's not working. And it took me again, courage to go from the plate not working to my next idea. But all of this, it didn't feel hard because the first leap was like no real leap. I was a college student, right? I'm just starting this like side business. And the second leap of starting the app, I was also still a college student. So it was like, Oh, it's just this like little thing I'm doing. Like it wasn't real. I didn't have to pay bills. It wasn't. And so it didn't require as much courage. And so I took that second leap and uh, tried to make an app, which was another epic failure. So what was the app? So the app was just kind of taking the concepts of the plate, which was the food part of the plate. And then it was also adding in fitness and overall wellness. And all of this is inspired because I struggled with an eating disorder in college. So it was kind of like my first passion that I wanted to help people with. Yeah. And um, the app, I worked with three different sets of developers and it failed every time. And this was like two years of my life. This is like real now. I am an adult. I am graduated college. I'm living at home with my parents. All my friends are like out in the world doing their thing. And I'm like, I have made zero dollars. And what am I going to do with my life? And so this was the failure that really brought me down and required an immense amount of courage and courage that I wasn't sure I had. And, and the reason that I talk about courage um, is because in 2020, I gave a, a TEDx talk. And when I was thinking about my topic, I was looking back on my breakthrough between 2018 and 2019, when my business went from making $11,000 to over 100000 and what created that. And I went back in my old journal entries and I would read them. And I found so many about wanting to give up. I found so many. It was like June of 2018. I was like, I'm quitting my business. I'm quitting my business. I'm getting a job. And it was really interesting because I clearly didn't give up. And so what was it that gave me that courage? And the thing that I found in every single journal entry that I talked about wanting to quit was this theme of, I don't want to sell myself short because I know I can do this. And I kept going back to like, but I know I could do it, but I'm not sure if I want to. And this is really hard and this sucks, but like a part of me still wants to, or a part of me thinks I can. And so this inspired this whole idea of the courage equation, because I realized that we think so deeply that it's supposed to be about being fearless. And we think something is wrong with us because we're not fearless. But the truth is like, I feel fear. Probably every single day, Mm -hmm. at least one time, whether it be with my business or something I'm doing in my personal life, like fear is just something that exists, it's in the background. And the way that I had courage then, and the way that I continue to have courage, and the way that I teach others to build that courage is what the courage equation is, which is when your belief is stronger than your fear. So like literally imagine equation, belief greater than fear equals courage. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my work is helping people raise their self belief. And Mm -hmm. it sounds easy. It sounds surface level. um, And most people just say that they believe, but they don't. And the way that I think about it is your life today is a mirror for your belief. So if you Mm -hmm. don't have the business you want right now, if the amount of money in your bank account isn't the amount of money you want to have in your bank account, there's a part of you that doesn't believe that what you want is possible for you and that's the work that you need to do. So that's kind of the background and just like an overview of the Courage Equation. Does that help? Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I think something I picked up in there that was kind of interesting too was the belief. When you were talking about your journal entries, yes, the belief between like... um, I know I can do this, but I don't know if I want to, is this element of resistance, which I think is interesting as well of like resisting doing the work or resisting really, truly believing in the idea or yourself. Um, And resistance is something that comes up for me like literally daily. And I'm sure it comes up for every other entrepreneur, whether or not they recognize that. Um, How do you see resistance playing a role like in, in the courage equation?
1: yeah such a good question I love this so I think that we have resistance uh for a couple of reasons so some people have resistance because they're afraid or they don't feel available for this thing that it's going to take so for example rejection or what other people are going to think negative comments like that stuff is not to speak negatively because I'm a very positive person. I always talk about your words and their power, but I think that those things are inevitable to get mm-hmm. to what you want, right? If if you want to build a business, it is inevitable that you will face rejection. It is inevitable that some people won't get it, will make rude comments, right? And so oftentimes we don't realize it, but the reason we're resisting are those fears. So it's it's really just about the fears that are holding you back. And then another part of the resistance for me personally, and that I see in a lot of my clients comes from wanting an equation, which is so ironic that this is an equation mm-hmm. for the way that it's going to work, right? The how, mm-hmm. so they want, I do X, it creates Y. And then they'll be like, Jacqueline, I did X why didn't it create why right and like as a coach like I get on so many console calls people who are like just tell me all the steps you took to build your coaching business or mm-hmm. to, to become a speaker and it's like I mean I'm happy to share but that's not what this is about really right because here's the thing if you want someone else to tell you the steps whether it's a course you're taking a coach you hire a podcast you're listening to it doesn't matter if you're looking for the how the steps what you're really saying is, I don't take responsibility for the outcomes in my life. Mm -hmm. And I want to put them on you or what someone said on this podcast or this course I'm taking, because if it doesn't work, then I can blame that instead of myself. I don't have to take ownership. And so I find tons of resistance in me personally, especially in the past. I've really worked on this, not to do this, Mm -hmm. to fully own that. No, it's not the steps that create it. It's not a math equation. And two things have helped me with this. The first is that I don't want it to be a math equation because like, let's say you take a course and they're like, oh, on your um, email that you send to your list about, you know, X, Y, Z thing you're selling, you're going to get a 10% conversion rate. I want a 90% conversion rate. And if I'm following this math equation, like X is just going to lead to Y. It doesn't leave room for miracles. And I'm a huge advocate for miracles. I believe that we deserve them and we get to have them. And we believe when we believe that we're worthy and deserving of them, they flood into our lives. Like I've Mm. constant, my numbers do not make sense. I'm just going to say it on this podcast. Makes me a little (laughs) nervous. My email list is like less than 300 people. And like, if someone knew that and saw my business, they'd be like, what, how is that possible? Um, my people love me. Like I, I share genuine value with them and help them. And they want to buy stuff from me. Like, that's it. And I attract miracles. And so if you want to make it a math equation and that's the reason that you're resistant, then you're not leaving room for miracles. And then the other thing with the kind of math equation that I love and that really helps me is thinking about this concept of, okay, well, if it's not an equation, then instead we can act from belief and not mm-hmm. from the action step. So what I mean by that is like, I'll use the example of coaching just because it's something that like I personally apply in my life. So you can act from this place of belief and your action steps will raise your belief. And so that will then create the results you want. And you might think it's from the action steps, but really it's from your belief versus acting from a place of scarcity. I'm not good enough. I need this. I'm desperate. Um, I have resistance to my life today and the way it looks today. And so I need to take all these action steps to fix it. Right. That's going to create what you don't want. And you're still going to feel the resistance. And so when you act from belief, it's like, okay, um, let's say you're a coach and you want to sign two new clients this month. You're like, okay, I want to sign two new clients this month. How can I act from belief? Well, the person who believes is going to get on a bunch of consultations, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you get on a bunch of consultations, let's say you get on 20 consultation calls and your goal is to sign two people, it becomes inevitable, that you're going to get the result you want because of the action, but really the action was just your belief and your belief was what got raised. So when I get on 20 calls, of course, two people are going to want to work with me, right? Like probably way more. Yep. So just to summarize all of this, cause there's a lot of moving parts. I think that the resistance comes from fear and control. And so it's trying to control the math equation of our business. It is being afraid of what it actually takes, which is commitment, persistence, um, being vulnerable, all these things that we're naturally afraid of being out of your comfort zone. It's something a lot of people struggle with. And because of that, that resistance is what holds us back. And really what I see resistance um, sort of manifest as is attachment. So whether that's attachment to the outcome, the goal itself, or attachment to the how, that's what we need to let go of. And so how it all fits into the courage equation is when you have enough belief, when your belief is stronger than your fear, then you don't have that attachment for two reasons. The first reason is that you don't have the attachment to the goal itself, Mm -hmm. because I always say this, if you set a goal, let's say you want to make 100K this year in your business, and it is January 1st, the year has gone by, and you only made 60K, the person who has belief is going to keep going and is going to go for the 100K year again. Mm -hmm. The person who doesn't, the person who has failed on the courage equation, whose belief is less than their fear, they're going to give their business up and say, it's not working. It's not making enough money. I need a job, right? And so when your belief is strong enough, then you're not going to have that resistance. And then also the resistance to the how? The attachment to the people, the customers. It's like if you are in the type of business where you have to like get on calls with people to actually close sales, if you're at all attached to that person and you feel like you need something from that person, it's not going to go well. You're not going to close the sale, right? And so how do you remove that? Enough belief, right? And the belief might come from that action, right? So I it's the 20 consults example. I have 20 calls. So Obviously, two people are going to join. So it's this really beautiful thing that is so much deeper than just belief. But everything, all of our fears, all of our resistance, all of the stuff that holds us back, the stuff that's getting in our way is all a result of belief. And so that's why I'm so passionate about this belief work. And it can come in a lot of different forms, right? It doesn't have to come just from the, I mean, I talk about it in my TEDx affirmations, visualization, all these things, but I just gave you an example of how action can be part of your belief work, yep. right? And so there's lots of ways you can raise yourself belief. And so just to leave you with something tangible, because I'm all about tangible and not just having it woo-woo and kind of out there, mm-hmm. ask yourself the question when you're making your to-do list each day, does this action step raise my belief that it's possible for me to accomplish X, Y, Z goal. So does this action step raise my belief that it's possible for me to make a hundred thousand dollars this year? If it doesn't, don't do it. Okay. And go find action steps that do and do all the other inner belief work, whatever resonates with you, whatever works for you, you know, yourself, you listen to this podcast, you're already committed to that inner work. And that combination creates magic.
0: Yeah, I love it. And I think a big thing that I'm hearing in everything that you just said, which was a lot, so listeners, I hope that you're taking notes, um, is is the energy. And I know you, I love that you gave something tangible, but um, I believe that my listeners are also quite woo-woo, like I'm sure you are and like I am. And one thing I really picked up heavily with you was that belief changes the energy that you're putting out into the world, right? So you go into those 20 calls. If you go into those 20 calls thinking, I'm not enough, lack mindset, no one's gonna no one's gonna wanna work with me, what are you putting out into the world? Negativity. You're putting negative energy out. You're saying to the universe, I'm not good enough. Versus going into those calls with that belief, you're saying, I have what it takes. I'm ready to do it. I know for certain that I have this. And even if you don't fully believe it, just saying it, signals to the universe, like this isn't all on our shoulders. Like when you take those action steps based in belief, even if you don't quite believe the belief, believe the belief, I don't know if that's a thing, yet you're signaling that like, I'm ready for this. I'm open. I'm ready to receive these clients. I know I'm worthy of these clients in this success. And so I think that's a really key piece to think about is if it's hard to believe, just knowing that if you really. Just keep like find an affirmation that works for you. Like, I am worthy. I am wildly successful. I am a badass female entrepreneur. Like, find an affirmation or I love affirmations and mantras that anchor you in that belief. And so you're putting that out there. And then also, in addition to that, what happens when you put out that energy? Your entire vibe changes. And then of course you're going to bring on clients because you're open, you're excited, you're comfortable in your skin, you're confident rather than coming from more of that place of like well, this is what it is and and this is the price. But but I'm willing to go down on price. You know what I mean? Like you're not giving out that vibe like I, I have people tell me in my community like I'm attracted to what you do because of your energy. And so it's the energy you're putting out that's going to bring people in and then like you said, you take those action steps and that further pushes your belief because when you do it and you believe it, and you're successful, then that's like one more data point of success. And so it's like, oh, look, I am successful. Oh, look, I should believe in myself. Because when I do, I am more successful. And it's sort of like, I feel like it's just like a snowball at that point.
1: Yes. I I 1000% agree. Like the same thing for me. I, I often ask a lot of my clients, like, why did you want to work with me? I, I'm just so curious. And all they say is energy, like nothing else. Like mm-hmm. they don't say it in those words. They'll be like, oh, just something about your energy and you seem so positive and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. And um, one exercise that I do for the beliefs is like before, especially when I feel like I'm lacking in my belief, mm-hmm. I, I do this. So I don't do it like every single day. But when I feel like I am really need that work, before a consult call, before I send an email to my list, before I even post on social media, I will write down like, what do I need to believe in order to get the outcome I want? And so for for example, for a consult call, I'll be like, okay, I need to believe that this person wants to hire me and they have the money for it. And all they need is to learn more about the process and how I'm going to help them. And they will then me and hire me. And that's it. It gets to be that easy. Or if I'm making an Instagram post, I might say, what do I need to believe? I need to believe that everyone in my audience wants to buy this new course and mm-hmm. they just need to know about it. So I'm going to tell them about it. And it's, it's so fun because it, it literally changes the way you speak, the way you write,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: way you vibrate, but it comes across to people through our, our words, our, like intonation of our voice, if we're on video, like our, you know, body language. So it's, it's so powerful.
0: Yeah. And I think you sort of touched on this before, and I want to say it again, because I know people are thinking like, okay, so if I just believe everything's going to, if I just believe everything's going to work out perfectly, my business is going to blow up. And that's not necessarily the case. And so what I want to remind, and I'm wondering what your suggestion is on this, in terms of, okay, so I write that I write that Instagram post. I write my belief statement before I want I'm launching my course, and I hear crickets. And I really wrote I wrote the belief statement, and I really feel I believed in it, but nothing's really coming of it what's the what's the step to keep me to believe to keep me believing because not not everything's going to work on our first try not everything is always going to be as successful as we anticipate it to be so how do we keep pushing forward outside of just simply believing that if we keep pushing forward it'll work like can you do you have any suggestions or exercises or just like sort of mindset shifts for that
1: Yeah. So I want you to, I have a little metaphor I'm going to take you through. So I want you to imagine um, that you're climbing a mountain and you've put it out there to the universe. My goal is to climb this mountain. And it's this huge mountain, like the biggest mountain you've ever seen before. And so you start climbing it and you're like, yes, like the universe put me on the right path. I'm climbing the mountain. And then all of a sudden you're like a little bit of the way up and the mountain dips. It actually goes so far down that you're now in a valley and you're even lower than you originally started. Mm -hmm. And then in that valley, there's all these like ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs. And it is so freaking exhausting to climb. And you're getting so frustrated because you're like universe, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm no closer to climbing this mountain. Like I am. I'm like, I'm worse off than I was before, before I even told you that I wanted to climb this mountain. And you get so frustrated and the universe is like, no, 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 this is exactly what you wanted. You said you wanted to climb this mountain. And so I looked at you and I looked at the mountain and I thought, oh no. Her poor legs aren't strong enough to climb the mountain. She's never going to make it. So I'm going to have to give her these little ups and downs in this valley in the mountain to strengthen her legs so that they are strong enough Mm. to carry her up the mountain. And so once you get through that valley, your legs are now strong enough and you're going to get up the mountain, you're going to climb it, and you're going to hit that big goal. And this is a metaphor for exactly what it is you're going through in your business. So the big dream, the big goal, I want a $100,000 business. I want a million dollar business, whatever it is, right? You've said it, you've put it out there and you're failing and something's not working. And you're like, but I told you, this isn't what I want, but it's what you need. It is the lesson that you need that is serving you, that is teaching you all of my failures, the app, the plates. I learned such valuable lessons about business, about mindset, about everything and I mean, I could just go on and on and on and on. But every time I've set a goal and I've fallen short, I set a financial goal in my business in 2020 to make 700K. I didn't, it wasn't even close. Um, And I know that the reason I fell short is because prior to this year, I wasn't good at managing the money in my business. And if I had made $700,000, it would have been like a leaking bucket. And so this year taught me how to manage money well. And that was my lesson. That was my valley, right? And now I'm climbing that mountain. And so it's about divine timing and your belief. It's about the lessons you need to learn. And so that's the thing with detachment and letting go of that resistance. It's not about the short-term goal. It's about Mm -hmm. the vision you have for your life. So what I will say is if you believe that you can create this life and it's a vision, it's not so specific, right? And so my vision for my life five years ago when I was getting started is pretty much the same as my vision. Now, it was just that I want to be really happy. I want to be wildly wealthy. I want Mm -hmm. to have a great relationship. I want to do good in the world and help people. And I still do those things. I thought I was going to do them through an app or through a plate or through some other way, right? So don't be so attached to like the specifics of your vision, right? Because sometimes we can't see things because we're in our little tunnel vision and the universe has this beautiful vision that, actually uses our divine gifts and talents the best. And so be open to those, you know, ups and downs on the journey. But what I do believe is that with your big vision for your life to be happy, to be healthy, to be wealthy, all these things, you do get to have that. And- belief is enough to create it you just have to keep going along the way and so there might be smaller things smaller goals you set that you don't achieve and sometimes it might be a lack of belief other times it might be divine timing or a redirection on your path to teach you a necessary lesson so either way just give it your all and trust
0: yeah yeah and i like the i like sort of the idea of journaling when you're feeling like you didn't hit a certain goal or you're feeling like you failed at something like forcing yourself to sit down and write out like five things that you learned from that five things that are going to, that you're now going to apply moving forward that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Um, Because I think there's an element of being grateful for being down in that valley and and building your strength. And, um, and it may not be what you want, like you said, but it's what you need. And so I think there's a really beautiful way that we can, we can sort of shift that around from, oh man, I'm failing to, oh man, I'm learning. Um, A a mindset shift that I like to do when I am um, frustrated with something or if something's not working, I say to myself over and over, I'm abundant in learning opportunities. I'm abundant in learning opportunities. Because that's ultimately, like, it's so corny to say it's about the journey, but like, really it is right and so we want to get to that destination so bad for whatever reason because we want to prove something to ourselves because we want to prove something to other people um but this but the sooner we can sort of like snuggle in and be good with with the fact that the journey is going to have ups and downs and we can be grateful for those moments as much as reaching the peak um i think the sooner it becomes easier to believe because at that point then it's like right i believe that this is a journey and i believe in every step of the journey
1: um Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. I love that affirmation. Thank you for sharing. I'm going to use that. Um, Another thing that helps me get through those times, it's sort of like so I think that all of your failures are either a lesson or a redirection. That's kind of mm-hmm. like the categories I put them in. And so mm-hmm. like the exercise you just gave is so valuable for the lessons. And I want to give an exercise that would be valuable for the redirections. Um, and a lot of times it can fit into both categories, honestly, but something that's really helped me. And I think we all have these examples in our life, looking back on your life, something you thought you wanted. And then in due time, you got something better. Mm-hmm. I have a few examples from my life, whether it was like college, like i <laughs> you know, 18, I think I was 17 still. I wanted to go to Cornell. I applied early decision. I was rejected. I was so sad. I was devastated. I thought my whole world had crushed. And then I got into Georgetown and Georgetown's where I started my business. And where like just so much magic in my life. I've met my best friends. And like, I was obviously meant to go there. Right. Um, Another example is relationships. So like had lots of crappy relationships that didn't go anywhere. And then I started dating my fiance and now we're getting married. And it's like, it's a thousand times better than anything in the past. And it's like, oh, no wonder it didn't work out with that guy, you know? So yes. look for things in your life that you thought you wanted and then ended up working out better, just as proof that like, if you're not getting something and an affirmation you can use is, it's this or something better. And just like, keep reminding yourself of that because that, it really helps. I love that. So to recap,
0: the courage equation is belief is greater than fear equals courage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Um, if for when, when listeners walk away from this, I feel like they've gotten so much. I'm sure their journal pages are full right now. Um, but what would be one one most important piece you want to make sure they
1: walk away with? Yeah. Honestly, just keep going. Whatever it is that you're struggling with in your business right now. Don't give up. That is the most powerful lesson. I know you've heard it a million times, but the girl that I was in 2018, like wanting to give up. Like if I could just go back in time and shake her, like I am living, breathing proof that it's possible to create the life of your dreams. Um, and like I get so humbled and so grateful every day. And it only gets to get better. And you get to have that too. I'm not special. I'm not a genius. Like there is there is nothing about me that's different from you. Um we're all just human and you can create that for your life too. So please keep going, keep your vision, do what you have to do to get through, be resourceful, give yourself grace. You know, when you are down, one thing I always say, like, just take the next step. Um, Those moments where I wanted to give up, I think some days it was like, Just take a shower and eat dinner and get a good night's sleep. And that was it. I didn't do any work on my business. Like it was just take care of yourself one step at a time. And then finally it was, okay, do some journaling. Okay. It's time to like actually think about some business ideas. So be where you are, give yourself grace, but don't give up whatever you do. Your dreams are worth it. That big vision it's waiting for you. You just have to step into it and keep going and you'll get there. The only true failure is giving up.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I love it all. Um, let's shift gears as we wrap up. I want to know what
1: your you are getting intentional about right now. Love it. Um, I am getting intentional about my belief. Honestly, I realized when I looked back on twenty twenty, was reflecting like, why was I so far off on my income goal? And I don't. I think it's nothing other than I just didn't believe it was going to happen, mm-hmm. and so I, I I didn't take the action steps of the person who believed that was gonna happen. And so of course it didn't happen. And so I'm really intentional about like, I am embodying my 2021 goals and just like breathing in the goals and knowing that they are possible for me and reminding myself every day. Cause oftentimes I think it's easy to believe in the future. Like it's easy to believe like by the end of 2021, I'll hit that. But like, what do you believe is possible today? Like I'll ask myself, like you can break down your goal into like a number of dollars per day. So like if your goal, for example, was $365,000 for the year, then you can be like, okay, is it possible for me to make a thousand dollars today? And if you don't believe that, like go all in on that. So it's really ironic that it's perfectly in line with this episode, but it's honestly like it's it's the number one thing I am intentional about because I, I as you can hear, no, I believe it creates everything. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And where can listeners connect with you to get
1: more of this brilliance and wisdom? Yeah. So if you like podcasts, you can find me on the Spark Your Light podcast. And I am at Jacqueline DiGregorio on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Thank you so, so much again for being here with us, Jacqueline. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah. And thank you listeners for being here with us. And I will catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.